0: You and now listening to Cam's, Cam's podcast. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. Get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. With this. I like the money. I like my girls. I like the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so excited to bring to you the third episode of Kim's podcast. But first, let us take a moment and pay respect to Kobe Bryant, who lost his life on January 26th, 2020. RIP to the legend. So let's take a moment of silence and appreciate such a legend, such a great father. And of course, R.I.P. to the eight other people that was with him, including his daughter, Gigi. started now. I want to be the best. I want be to be the best. Simple and plain. Play. That's why I play the game. But to be the best, you have to win. And that's what drives me. He's, He's the best player in the game. It's just that simple. There's nothing that Kobe Bryant can't do. He will defend your best player. He will shoot from the perimeter. He will get all in your mug. He will do whatever it takes. He is the most complete basketball player in the game today, bar none. He has an assassin's mentality. I said this week, so I said this when the trade went down, and I'll repeat it again. Who's starving more for an NBA World Championship? More And yes, he was such a legend. Once again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, just had to take a moment and appreciate Kobe Bryant for how much, how much, and how great he's impacted, impacted my life and millions of other people around the world, okay? So now we're going to stop all the sad, emotional stuff, and we're going to go right into episode three. Thank you guys for joining me here once again today. Um, I'm going to do a, re- a quick recap of last week's episode. I'm going to try and keep this episode, this uh, third episode, pretty, pretty short because you know, once again, I'm you know dedicating this to Kobe Bryant. I'm going to keep it short, just like I said. I don't know, just because I can, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> Okay, so last episode I talked about how the second year of playing basketball, basketball became my life. Uh, it, became, it made my height pretty obvious, you know, from the school's perspective, going to school, uh, on the streets, at home, in stores, you know. It just made made my life, uh, made my height just obvious. It, made, it gave me a purpose. Basketball gave me a purpose. I talked about how uh, how embarrassing one story was in school, about my height, like standing out, you know, standing out out of every student, it was just me, I of the guy, we were so tall, everybody was just short, um, I also talked about how basketball became my escape, um, go back to previous period episode, two, episode two, I talked about my bad character as a little kid, so basketball kind of changed all of that. And I wanted to get away from that lifestyle. And I, going to play basketball at the National Stadium of Nigeria became my escape. So, um, once again, um, how that happened? <laughs> started working hard day in, day out to get better at basketball. Then I started learning about the opportunities basketball brought, come, came along with. You know, I started learning about how it could take me out of the country to, to you know, to, to go, go go further my education, go play basketball that I'm actually learning to love. Um, you know, and obviously, like I said last time, it was not going to be easy. I had to work out, and was, which is why I was working hard, day in and day out. So I learned about two camps, top fifty camp and the big man camp, Giants of Africa. I learned about those, and I, you know, I started asking questions. Somehow, I got into the camp <laughs> as a crybaby. I cried my way into the camp because I was not good enough at the time I went for the trial. <laughs> oh my God, actually worked. Excuse me. <clears throat> So, um, that, I think that was where I stopped in my last camp. I think I said at the end of the camp, I also got, um, I also got a ball to go walk on my game and get better because he saw something in me, the, 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 the host, the owner of the camp, saw something in me and wanted me to work hard, harder. And then when he comes back the following year, he said he wanted to see improvement. So, that is where I'm going to be starting today's episode from, episode three. So, Sit up. <laughs> So when I got this basketball, uh, you know, I, 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 I worship the basketball. I'm not saying I did not play, dribble, play with it, but I, I didn't want to share it with anybody. I didn't want to give it to anybody. I was just, I was, I hugged the ball like I was, I was shooting the kid. Oh, that's my boy. You gotta, you know, I was, I was that one player that would come to the basketball court and would not want to share the basketball because, hey, I bragged about it I was like I, you know, I got this ball from a kid. <laughs> Oh, my God, back then it was so funny. People used to, like, not, not hate me, but they were, they were like, Kim, you don't have to be selfish. It. It's just a it's just ball. But the way I saw it, it was, a, it was a much better ball. It was a ball from the United States. It was a ball that was better than the one we were using in Nigeria. It was a ball that, I don't know, it was just given to me as a gift. So, you know, when you get the gift, you you cherish that gift, right? So, anyways, I used that ball to actually the whole skin. I don't the, the leather skin on the basket I, I used it till it became like a suede like the uh suede shoes or whatever it, it became that, like I I because we back home we only had concrete floors we we played basketball on like hard floor we didn't have woods like uh, uh indoor courts. I mean we had one indoor court but you had to like you know it's, it's a long enough, it's a story for another day okay so um that basketball you know I I worked day hard day in day out you know, it was it was good it was it was a good experience cuz i i i did not know i could actually pursue something that that hard the way I, my parents were like kim are you sure show you been playing basketball cuz i would go like like i said 10am in the morning come back 10pm at night so life you know life life really became about ba- my life just became all about basketball and i was not complaining for one bit because like i said it gave me a purpose now, so I have all this. I have the basketball now. I had no reason to not be good, right? Or to not get better. So um, now let's go talk about positions in basketball. So back home when I was, I was about 15, 16 at this time, 15 going 16. Um, I was about six. I'll say six four, six five. I'm gonna say definitely the six five. Um, yeah, six five, six six. I'm not sure. I can't remember that far. But uh, I love. Dribbling the basketball, I know I'm six. Right now I'm six nine tall. I love dribbling the basketball, but um, because of my height, I was expected to play the center, which is the tallest person on the court. So uh, most times I find my situation, myself in a situation back home actually was not a problem. I was I was allowed to you know because I had the green light, I could actually shoot the ball back home. I was known in Nigeria for my three point shots. Ask any of my friends that played in the same academy as me, played against me my jumper from the three-point line was a threat and i was i was valued for that you know i i, I thought i was at least i don't know if, if it was a thing back then but i was valued for my coach one of me i i played most games that i When i got it i shot the three a lot of times and it became my my identity that's in, in basketball of course also dribbling i i was so tall I, when i dribbled i would go really low I, I i go lower than any other tall person or any even guard sometimes so I kind of wanted to just be a 2-3 guard, play 4 sometimes because you know, like I said, I'm pretty tall and I can also work in the paint. So um, that happened, I of I working on those part of my, myself, games. Uh, the next camp that was coming up uh, was the big man camp. Uh, like I said, I was not really interested in being a big man but it was a camp and I wanted the experience to also get better. So I went to the camp, it was great, uh, you know, he saw me, you know, we talked. <laughs> Told him I was been working on I've been working on some things and he told me I you know, told him the position I was working on and what I wanted to be. He told me to work on he told me to work on everything, not just one position. I was like, you know, that makes sense. So I, when I left the first big man camp, I had to go back and prepare for the top fifty camp, which was going to be more intense because it's going to be more guards. And uh, you know, then I had to really showcase myself. Big man camp went by. Uh, it was good. I mean, you know I was just just another <laughs> camper. Uh, and then, uh, top 50 camp came up. I, you know, I went back. I said, I went back. I walked so hard. I walked, worked, worked hard to make sure I'm ready for the top 50. I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was hundred percent ready. Like, cause I was still getting better at basketball. I wasn't as good yet. Um, but I for sure was getting better than I was. I was way better than I was a year ago. My three point shots was like on point. <laughs> so, um, Camp came by, top the camp, I actually qualified this time, I actually made it, I, they didn't just put me in the camp like the first time, <laughs> so uh, that, was, that was pretty funny, so I actually met the camp, I qualified, and he was impressed about that, so so top of the camp came by, right, this was, this, was, ah, this day was so it was so good, uh, the camp went by, and I was given the most improved player, at the end of the camp, I was given the most improved player, I don't know why I said that so fast, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, there was the MVP. There was, you know, I think there was, like, one MVP and, like, three other MVP. Or, or, I'm not sure. But, like, they they picked the top 10, of course. And I was given the most improved player. Just, you know, and I was also given a ball again. <laughs> At the end of the camp, he was give, he gave me a ball again to get better. To say, hey, I like what I see. Next camp, hopefully you can show me more. I was like, say less, Masai. Say less. I am going to make you proud. So, top 50 camp was over. the Year and, uh 2008 went by, 2008, 2009 went by. Now, the next top 50 camp, I'm going to skip past the big man camp because it was just a regular big man camp. I didn't really do much. I was not focused. I was, like, shorter than most guys at the big man camp because, once again, we had taller guys and way huger guys than me. So I was just another guy that, you know at the big man camp. So I was more prepared and more ready for the top 50 camp. But you guys would not believe what happened to me before the top 50 camp. So let's just keep in mind, I was in contact with Masai, I was in contact with him uh, while he was back in Canada, wherever, or whatever team he was managing at that time. I was shooting him some emails, sometimes, even, even sometimes through text, international, I was paying for it because and it was going to be worth it one day and i told him how how excited i am for him to come back and i had like i've worked on my game i am ready to showcase myself to him and get, so he can, so I can get that opportunity everybody else is getting so he was pretty he was pretty excited to you know to actually you know see this like come and see this see um this this improvement that i've had um so time went by practice upon practices training upon training by myself i started having this Feeling to my left side, uh, my my left groin. I'm sure any athletes that has dealt with jumping a lot, or I don't know, I'm sure that's every every athlete. But um, I mean, I don't know how to explain it. But back home, I was I was also involved in carrying a lot of heavy buckets, a lot of heavy metal buckets and stuff. You know, just the fresh water for my house, my family, and stuff like that. So all of that and jumping up and down, doing pull-ups and all that stuff. Found out that I have had a hernia on my groin. Boy, I was devastated. This was like, I think, two months before the camp, or yeah, two months or three months before the top fifty camp. Guys, I did not know what to do. I, I, he was ready to come see me, play basketball, like come see me, see how much of improvement I've have got, I've, I have gotten, and here I am. Just found out that I had hernia, and knowing full of war, you cannot play with hernia because it's dangerous, very dangerous, which I, I'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I was crazy. I was crazy. So um, found out that to my parents. You know, I tried practicing on it a couple times. Hurt really, really bad. Was hurting really, really bad. Guys, I... Eventually had to travel back to my hometown village because we, we were living in the city at that time. Went back to my village. It was cheaper um, hospital, um, I guess, fee to pay. So went there, did it tra- not really traditional way, but we did it in the hospital back in my hometown where um, my mom and dad were born. And I was there. I recovered there for like two, three weeks. Guys, the camp was the following month. Doctor said I'm not supposed to do anything like, I'm not supposed to run, jog, or even, like, move that much for another, for another like, three months or four months. Guys, <laughs> being calm and being stubborn, everybody knows that I'm stubborn, um, tough also. I, I went to that camp, actually. I told myself, like, a couple of days before the camp, I emailed him or t- messaged him and told him, hey, there's been a little change. Not really a change, but I'm going to do my best and show you what I still got. But I had a surgery, and I'm still recovering. And I told him I can play. I didn't tell him about the doctor part because, you know, the doctor said I couldn't play. I told him I could play, and he—well, I think I—I'm not sure. I don't think he did—I told him I, was still, I still had, you know, the, the injury healing. I didn't tell him I, I had stitches still in when I went to the campus. I told them I was better. I I could run, I could do better. They asked me if I was sure. I was like, Yeah, I'm great, I'm fine, everything's fine. My parents were you know, my parents prayed for me, you know, we we're Christians, we were like, you know, God got you, nothing's gonna happen to you, you were strong, you're tough. You know, I was motivated. I I think I got the, the the most support from my coaches, my friends. They were like, Cam, you got this. So I went to the camp because I was already in the camp anyway, so it's just like Yeah, so anyways, the camp came by, I went to the camp, I I did so good. I, I was too impressed. Guys, like I said, I went to this camp with stitches in my groin. Like my like a little bit, a little bit over uh, above my pubic hair. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but um <laughs> my groin like I had the stitches like about I don't know how much how many it was it were but the were but I played I did 3 days of camp with stitches. Played aggressively, was dunking and fly, like, I think I actually played more than I've ever played. I, I think I actually, like I was as good. I was I, th- I thought I was so good. Like everybody was so impressed. Everybody in the camp was like, "Ken, you were." I think I think I think the idea of me playing with hernia uh, surgery, literally less than a month that I just had it, kind of showed how tough and how dedicated I was. And people were just like, "Yo, Ken, you you were, wow!" Like the way the way people were like impressed, like, out of, out of, like, crazy, <laughs> I don't even know how to express it, because I would say it now I'm getting goosebumps, because back then I was like, yo, Cam, I did that, so, third day of the camp, uh, came, <laughs> when they usually pick the top 10 players that they, they were going to take overseas, you know, to go to school, and, you know, get educated and play basketball, I was select I wasn't the MVP cuz I, I, I was, that's what I was shooting for but I was also given the most improved player again and I was selected as part of the guys to come to the United States out of those 10 players that was selected I was also selected guys <laughs> Let me tell you like I, I I was you know I was you know like I was in pain I'm not going to lie to you guys I was in so much pain at the end of the camp cuz like I think I actually started bleeding at the end of the camp cuz I was going too hard out I thought it was the last day of the camp. I wanted to give everything at the last hour. So I think I definitely got hit one time. I think I started bleeding. But I was okay. I was fine. There was nothing new. Nothing affected. I was great. I know I put my life in danger for this, but it was well worth it, guys. It was well worth it. Okay, I'm gonna I wanted to keep going, but I'm gonna keep you guys, you know, intent you know, expecting no I'm gonna keep you guys wanting to know what's next. Sorry, I fumbled my words there. Um so yeah, I'm gonna stop it right here. Um this is Cam's podcast, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is your host, Ecam Ariabuna. I want you guys to tune in um for the next episode. It's going to be awesome. I'm gonna tell you guys more about what happened. After the challenges that actually happened, after I got the opportunity, I got the offer to come to the United States. Guys, it's been, it's been an honor um, dedicating this episode to Kobe Bryant, R.I.P. to the legend. Uh, I want you guys to do me a favor before I cut this off. Go to my website. It's sites.com Go there. You can leave feedbacks. You can scroll down. You're gonna see. It. You can you can even listen to the latest episode on there. Uh, scroll down. Leave. I want you guys to leave me a comment. Leave me a, leave me something. You know. To, you know. Questions, ideas, or whatever you got that you wanna put out for me. I'm all ears because I, I I I can definitely benefit from your feedbacks, comments, concerns, for sure. Alright, guys. I'm going to stop right here. Until next time, I want you guys to also go and follow my Instagram page, Keeping Up With Cam Hoops. We also have a Twitter handle, Keep In, not Keeping, but Keep In Up With Cam. Okay, guys, do me a favor and follow those pages. Like, comment, drop, or whatever you think, like I said. Uh, I'll be expecting them. Peace. Let's get all my life. I like the money and the back I know that the hustling will pay back, yeah. I need the money, I won't leave right Fuck your feelings, we done got no feelings over here See, mm-hmm. all my life We just wanna travel around the world